ball. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. Just like I'm the king on the microphone. So it's Dr. J and Moses Malone. I like slam dunks and taking it to the home. My favorite play is the alley oop. I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. Cause it's basketball. Or Mr. Kirch's Uh, welcome back. We are the Locker Room Guys. I'm Joey, joined here with Luke and Logan. Uh, today, we'll be going over, what week are we in? Probably eight, something nine. like that? Nine. Nine. Week nine, college basketball. Uh, if you noticed, we have a brand new logo, looking pretty nice. Uh, then our Instagram, go follow that. Uh, it's the name of our podcast, the Locker Room Guys. Um, that's booming right now, showing a lot of support on there. Um, we just had our college bas- most electric college basketball player draft. I won by a very large margin, but I think I picked, obviously, more chalk people, like people that were like, I don't know, that everybody likes. You guys got creative with it. You got to appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, if you guys want to chirp in on that. Yeah, I kind of knew... Uh, after I drafted my team, I, was, I, I knew I wasn't going to get a lot of votes, and I was fine with that because I liked my team, and that's really all that matters. And because we were kind of underdogs, I probably did get last in it, but, I mean, I don't really care. So, Well, like, yeah, obviously going into it, I knew Luke's team was going to get last because if you look at Luke's team, it was – Luke's like that. He just, like, takes people that he likes, and, like, it was people, like – no one ever would have thought if you take, like, most electric college basketball players. I thought I had a good shot of winning, but, you know. No, yeah, you you were, like, decently close to yeah. me. But, uh, I mean, Luke taking Colin Sexton number one overall, he kind of set the tone for his team. Yeah, like, hey, I'm taking only guys that I like. But, uh, I mean, holiday break, how was it? I mean, I'll let you start. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the thing that sucked was no basketball. Yeah, for the hand, which, yeah, I mean that's expected. Though. Yeah, but other than that, gotta eat some food, lots of good food. Yeah, pretty fun. Uh, I gotta sit around the house and practice basketball every day. That's about all I did. <laughs> yeah, game yesterday, didn't you? How'd that go? We won, big win against Marion. Solid <laughs> team. Held a D one commit to nine points. Uh, I just gotta throw this in. Last night, played basketball for the first time in a really long time. And holy shit, I, it was such like an eye opener, like, hey, you need to get like back in the gym because I've been under the weather for like a long time and I've done some other shenanigans that probably don't help towards my health, but oh my God, I thought I was going to die. It was absolutely miserable. And I like somehow forgot to shoot a basketball, Like you just couldn't do it. Kind of found my, I like had a few, found the stroke. I had a few plays where I'm like, all right, Joe, we're back. We're back for your next play. I'm just like done I'm like all right I, but uh anyway moving from that we're gonna go to our ap poll rankings we need to make a creative name for that but uh bear with our rankings by the way because because of covid we haven't got to see i mean the only like conferences we get to see play are the big 12 and sec but uh i'll start off with mine i have baylor at one then going in order gonzaga duke auburn purdue Kansas, UCLA, Houston, Arizona, and if Iowa State can stick it out versus Texas Tech, Iowa State makes my 10 spot. Uh, yeah, so my top 
five is the same. Baylor, Duke, Auburn, Gonzaga, Kansas. And then, obviously, with the losses to Purdue, LSU both lost. So, UCLA just goes up to six. Houston up to seven. I moved Texas right back up. I dropped them kind of far. moved them right back up to eight because they're playing pretty well the last two games. I like how they played. And, obviously, I only... I basically moved them down just to kind of punish them for a bit, but I knew they'd be fine, and I was going to bring them right back up. Uh, then I got Ohio State at nine. I just think they got best one of the best players in the country right now, and they're playing really well. Got some good wins. And then I got Iowa State at 10, um, depending, depending on how this game goes. Obviously, if they lose, Arizona's at 11. They'll go up to 10, but Iowa State's there, Iowa State's there right now. I like I like that Texas pick because I had Texas didn't they in just, there for a little bit. So. Or no, I, I I'm thinking of a different team. Yeah, they just beat West Virginia. Texas, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, whoever they played. K State last night. night. Yeah, yeah. beat them by 15, something like that. They're just playing, playing, playing well. well. The defense is like something I did not think they were going to do yeah. this year at all, and it's pretty nice. So they, yeah. Like, what's his name? Uh, Marcus Carr has not played good all year, and then last game. Yeah, 20 though against the West last, Virginia. Yeah, West yeah. Virginia, and then K State, he played well too. Mm-hmm. So Well, and then. Obviously, the talks of Carr leaving, apparently, that's just a bunch of bullshit. Like, somebody made up that rumor. Like, hopefully, that's the case because, I mean, I would like, like to see Tex do good. And, I mean, yeah, if Carr's back, that's yeah, he's, fucking huge. He's been uh, Ken Palm MVP the, both the last two games. So, 20 and 19. So, I mean, he's playing really well. And that's kind of what you expected from him. He'd be the guy, the leading scorer. So, he's playing like that. That's why I think Texas is, is finally getting their stride, which we were talking about. They they were gonna hit it eventually, and I think they kind of. We've said that with a few teams, but yeah. Texas, I think, is one. Was gonna teams be the longest. But I feel like longest, take the I longest like, time because they yeah. got the most new guys. And at the same time, I think that Texas also is a team that we could see fall off, but then people will be like, "Oh, Texas isn't that good." But it's the Big Twelve. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good teams, so they're gonna lose some games. But it's like it's the Big Twelve. Like, you're not don't expect them to win, like have. This is the only losses the rest of the year. Like they're obviously going to lose games in the Big Twelve. And their coaches fear the beard. Yeah. So I love once they yeah, get in the tournament coach, with beard so. in the tournament. He's nuts. He's just he's obviously not as fiery as. Um, yeah, wait, you're gonna say it. <laughs> um, Auburn's coach drawn a blank. I don't know how I am, but anywho, but he's right up there, like a guy that you want to play for. So oh, hundred percent. All right, so my rankings: I have uh, Baylor at one. Then I go Duke, Auburn. Kansas, Gonzaga, Purdue, Ohio State, UCLA, Arizona, and then LSU. So, I know we'll get to LSU a lot. Um, like, shit. I'm, like, forgetting what what would be, like, your first team in other than LSU. I was going to I mean, Texas, I had them in there, too. Texas I, I was had the a, team I had on the board. Okay, yeah. in. And I, I couldn't put Texas in, though, because I, like, they've had those, like, shitty losses. And LSU... Had what a, like they obviously lost like pretty good to Auburn, but they still like looked pretty good against Auburn. We all saw it, it was like actually like a decent game. Mm-hmm. And then who else? They then they just beat Kentucky. I mean, and yeah. I've, I've been like pretty like solid on Kentucky up and down Kentucky, thinking they're actually still a pretty good team. And they beat them, so I was like, and defense is always a defense is always a good thing in college. So I was like, I mean, LSU, just yeah, defense. The biggest thing to win the tournament is experience. So I mean, if some of these teams got that. That's what's going to come down to. Even when it comes to conference play, it's like the experience going on the road to these oh, teams is going to what keep uh, people in games. But I did forget. I did. I did tell you this. I switched my nine and ten. So nine is LSU. Arizona's ten. Remember I told you that when we were talking oh, about yeah. it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I switched those. I just didn't actually like. 
Um, so okay. Arizona would be tough. With Ohio State, you still got them pretty high. I was debating on putting them in my top ten, but they just went into overtime with Nebraska in their last game. Like, it was at Nebraska, but still, I was like, fuck. Like, I like Ohio State. I mean, to put them in my top ten, I would have liked them to win in regulation by, like, a decent margin. Like, yeah, I don't know why. I just feel like Ohio it, State is, like, a team that, like, after beating Duke, I don't know why. I just feel like they're a team that's, like, they're just going to be, like, I don't – I have – I don't even know how to explain it. I feel like they're just, like, going to be, like, solid now. Like, they're going to be, like, really solid. They like, won't the only, get upset. I don't know why I see that. The though. only time I penalize someone for, like, barely squeaking out a win is when they lose to someone not good. Like, Purdue, for example, I said they lose to Rutgers, who was not that good this year, and then they barely beat NC State in overtime, and then, obviously, they lose to Wisconsin. So that's an example. And Iowa, I said. they didn't. Iowa yeah. didn't have Keegan Murray. That's why I penalize them for barely winning. But if you barely win on the road in college basketball, do you uh, or power five versus power five, I think it's like a oh, good win. Also, it's like if obviously if Ohio yeah. State had some bad losses in a lot of bad or close games, I'd be like, okay, no. And that's what they, I was they, gonna say. It's like how often you do it. If you do it like maybe once, and they got like, good wins. It's kind of like you get that upset scare. You still get past like, it. But. Duke, Seton Hall, Wisconsin. Smoking Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, and they were right there with Florida. The game they lost, right there with Xavier. So. And like every team right now is having losses, and to teams and they just were, like that, they were at worse. Xavier, yeah, at the Geese is tough, and then neutral against Florida. Anybody's game mm-hmm. there, and but that was kind of when Ohio go, State really didn't have everything yeah, going. I, I just didn't penalize them for having. I know, like sometimes we were gonna say, like, well, they barely beat these guys. I just didn't like penalizing Ohio State for that mm-hmm. because unless you make it, a they have they have thing. wins against Seton Hall and Duke and Wisconsin that overshadow a barely beating yeah, 100%. Nebraska. So we'll move into the games of the past week. I'll start off with Providence versus Marquette. So Marquette just blew these guys out. It was 88 to 56. Uh, Marquette, like when I was watching them, like on YouTube or whatever, they played almost like exactly like Alabama on a hot night. It was just like threes and layups all over. Uh, They made everything behind the arc and made Providence their bitch down low. I mean, uh, Kerr Kuwath, something like that. He had nine points with seven blocks. He had a career high. That was, like, huge for them, especially since Proudin has Nate Watson down low. Then, uh, I mean, I'm not going to act like I know Marquette players, but they had, like, huge contrib- contributions off the bench and everything. And, it, <laughs> I don't know, like, Marquette just had one of them nights where, like, just everything seemed to be clicking. Yeah, and this game was over pretty much from the start. It just like it never it the little lead just grew. Uh, Marquette up they win ten they go ten then they make it twenty then they make it thirty. It was just it the lead just grew and grew and grew. And I mean you can't expect the perfection out of a Providence team like this. Like obviously they're they're good, but going into the game, um, you're whatever 13 and one it's like they're gonna slip up eventually and it's not like uh marquette's an awful team compared to marquette or compared to providence to lose by 32 is very bad i understand that but i mean it's a tough loss but i don't really there's nothing else you're gonna say they got smoked they just got outplayed yeah that's basically because like and i think that this just really hurts providence because like after they just beat Seton Hall, they beat UConn at Seton Hall, and then they obviously played DePaul, who's not very good. But, like, you come in and lose by, like, 32 after finally, like, showing mm-hmm. that, like, you're a team. It's, like, it's def- it's going to hurt them for a while now. Yeah, they got Like, the next coming weeks, everybody's going to, like, remember, like, like, I'm saying, like, voters and everything, like, ranking, like, rankings and stuff, they're going to see, like, you lose to an unranked Marquette by 32, and it's not going to help you. 
But I also think, like, because Marquette, who did Marquette beat earlier in the year? They beat somebody. They beat Ohio State, didn't they? Yeah. They beat Illinois. Illinois. They beat Illinois, which was, like, kind of a shock. But I think with, like, Shaka Smart, or not, yeah, Shaka Smart there and stuff, I think Marquette is definitely that team that's in one of those conferences where they're, like, the team that's in the middle, kind of like in Oklahoma. Like, they're not better than any of the top teams, and they're not, like, they're just going to beat the teams below or they'll just stick in the middle. Mm-hmm. But they're It'll definitely be, that team that will upset, that yeah. will throw in those upsets, like I two mean, or three, maybe four of them. The, look at their schedule so far. I'm looking at Marquette's right now. They they beat Illinois, beat West Virginia, lose to St. Bonaventure, um, lose to Wisconsin, U, lose to UCLA, Xavier, UConn, Creighton, all in a row. That schedule is like un- unbelievably tough. Especially but for like a team like <laughs> this, too. Still, it's, then you go back them teams to that they'll just 30, though. Yeah. But that's why we. I think that's probably why we all took them not to win the conference. Yeah, I think you guys were thinking they're just about not the best team. Didn't you guys think about picking Providence though? I said they'd be the next team. I, I took. Uh, we were talking I, about after, this. We were talking about this last time. You asked who my Big East pick was. I completely forgot. It's UConn. Um, obviously, we haven't like really seen them play in a while, especially healthy. Now that they're healthy, can't wait to see what they do. But uh, yeah, just keep going on uh, Providence. I mean, mine because I I said Seen Hall outside of my pick was Seen Hall, and then obviously Villanova's right there, number mm-hmm. two. And then I'd say Providence was probably there, right there too. But there's a reason I didn't pick them because yeah, I just don't know enough about them. Maybe or it's just like I just you can't trust them yet. And obviously, it shows to get thirty balled by Marquette. Obviously, yeah, on the road, but still. Once they beat Seton Hall, I was like, okay, shit, like this Providence, like kind of proved it to me. And then they just get slapped because mm-hmm. I picked Seton Hall too, and then I forgot about UConn because all the injuries. But Providence wasn't really in the conversation. And I thought thought they showed me something, but losing by thirty two, like never really yeah, sits well with me ever. Like Providence was running through their conference and then they got wins like texas tech and wisconsin like wisconsin early but still i mean that's a good win without yeah. davis though davis didn't play that game oh okay so once again 30 is a lot they were missing there i think their third leading score providence was but yeah. but still what does he though? make up he averages like 10 points a game so you get 10 maybe he's a good defender you you take away 10 you still lose uh-huh. By, and by like, 10. I don't even think it would be that 30, big of a like, margin either. No, I'm saying yeah. best case scenario, yeah. he gets 10, and maybe he alters something. Like if he had a they, plus minus of 10, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I mean, but losing by 30. But then you just, still lose by 10. If you take away 10 from that team and add 10 to your team, you still yeah, you still, still lose by 10. By double digits, so. I just... Well, anyway, the next game we have, both of these coaches just lost their mind. We're talking Kentucky versus LSU. Uh, 65 to 50, uh, LSU won. Will Wade at the end of the second quarter or second half, first half. First half. Fuck. Well, like, Will Wade was more like Will Grenade because he blew the hell up. And then, uh, Chish- uh not Shishovsky, fuck me, Cal Party. Xavier Wheeler goes down within like first four minutes of the game. Just, uh, almost did it again. Cal Party comes all the way across the court, just starts ripping ass to the ref. But I mean, after this, after Wheeler gets hurt, uh, Keelan Grady goes absolutely ice cold, goes over seven from the field, I think, in the first half. Then uh, Toshibwe gets sat, like, the whole, I'm going to say quarters, second quarter, like, didn't play, I think, the whole last ten minutes of the first half. But uh, Jacob Toppin, he absolutely went off this game and made up for it. Then we get to the second half, Grady just turns on, I think he had three threes in a row, 
Ty Ty, he ends up going out. But then LSU, this is like the story of the game. They go on a 20-2 run over a 10-minute span. That's what won them the game. It was just absolutely unbelievable. Like, we always talk about how LSU, at any point that they're down, they just get stops and then make their way back into the game. And sure shit. I mean, probably Luke said it. He called it, so. Yeah, I had LSU money line in this one. Um yeah, literally, like, you look at the largest lead for Kentucky was they're up nine with 13 minutes left, and then largest lead for LSU, they they went up nine with two minutes left. So just how much it flipped there in that little bit of time, in that, like, 10 minutes is crazy. Because, like, Ty Ty did go out, but he still played 33 minutes, so he was just out for a little bit, and he just didn't show up again. Like, what's new? Yeah, he, we expect that. He needs to step up. But, yeah, this is the LSU team you're going to get. A team that can play defense this well and is this athletic, uh, they're going to be in every single game. Because uh, when you play a good defense team, the other team is going to go on their runs, and they're also going to go on in their droughts, and that's exactly what happened. And LSU just got to stick to it, and that's what they did, and they won. Yeah, but the ending of this game was crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was just, yeah. just going to talk about that. Can I? Oh, dude, go for it. That was what I was going to talk about mine if you guys didn't bring it up. So, so uh LSU, they're inbounding the ball. They throw a long inbounds play pass. Uh, Eason and Toshibwe, they're like neck and neck. Toshibwe gets the ball, throws it, like nearly goes out of bounds. Grady, like, kind of to- tries tossing it back in. Then uh, I think, fuck, who's your big guy? Well, anyway, he gets the ball, pass it back to Eason. Eason's right down low with Toshibwe, dunks on him. Whole crowd goes fucking nuts. And then they get the ball back. I think Pinson uh, got the mm-hmm. steal. Pinson. They throw it. Or no, it, yeah, then Pinson. The, from behind. Yeah. Then, uh, like, another guy got it. Pass it back over to Pinson. Pinson comes down. 180 slam, like, behind the du- behind the head. The entire crowd just lost their fucking mind. Somebody on the LSU bench threw the towel up in the air. I thought it was going to go on the court. Like, I thought it did. But what a way to end a game. Like, especially this kind of game. So close and everything. Especially because it was like, what was it like? Like, what a swing. One point ball. Kentucky has the has the ball. with like, And it's one point game. They're down. Well, LSU then, had the ball. But, like, Kentucky it got over. it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Kentucky yeah. gets it with, has possession. 24 seconds Not left. full possession like, on their half. But they at least had the ball with, like, 24 seconds left. Down one. And within 20 seconds, LSU's up five. And there was no free throw shot. No, not no just. No fouling. Just scoring and defense. LSU somehow takes it. But the thing that I kind of took from this game was I, there wasn't really, like, any, like, good or bad I really saw from it from either team. Obviously, like, Wheeler going out is a big part of Kentucky. Huge. Like, huge part of Kentucky losing this. But besides that, I thought, like, it, it's kind of how I expected it to be. Like, Toshibwe, like, didn't score a lot. He only had eight, but, like, he got his rebounds. And, like, everybody played besides, like, Toppin. Like, you know, Obi Toppin's younger brother. That's why he went. That's why he played good. <laughs> But, like, those two guys at the bench played good. And, like, Grady still had 13. Obviously, shooting 4 for 12 doesn't help you. And, like, LSU played defense, did what they had to do. And then, like, it just kind of showed me, like, this is what, like, the SEC is going to be like this year when these teams play. Because even when we watched that fucking Auburn-LSU game, it's just kind of sloppy. Yeah. But, like, they just, like, Because they all defend really well. They all really, they're all really good defensive teams. And it's just, like, sloppy basketball. But, like, it's just like a dogfight. Like, who's just going to, like, go hard more and, like, that's why Auburn is going to win all these games because they have Katie Johnson. Well, I mean, I'm a big moral victory guy. We all know this. And I, like, almost see this as a victory for Kentucky. I mean, I even said that, uh, like, Eason and Days, like, yeah. they're probably going to give Sheway trouble, and they, like, pretty much did. But, I mean, 
Severe Wheeler, like, he's her ball handler. They, uh, Mince, I blanked on his first name, but he comes in, and yeah, I, like, on. he, like, ended up still playing all right. I, but I mean, just watching him, I just had no confidence in him. Sure shit, gets last turn over the game. Um, I don't know. I just think it could have been a totally different game. But, like, Keelan Grady going over seven in the first half, I don't know whether I blame that on him or the defense. I don't know. It's just – but, I mean, Kentucky shot piss poor from the free throw line anyway. That could have won them the game on its own, I'm pretty sure. So Yeah, Mintz had 16 points, though, too. No, yeah. he Like, like I said, like, he did play good. I just He was their point guard last year. Yeah. Um, You can't really have a moral victory, though, when you're favored and you're higher ranked and you lose – well, it was on the road, and then I, I don't know. There's just a there. lot of factors that don't normally happen with Kentucky that end up happening. And still, I mean, even with all those factors, they almost pulled this out like they could easily. Yeah, I mean, it's overall, I think it's just gonna be like this in the SEC all year, though. It's gonna no, be yeah, that's fair. I sloppy, mean, like just like grinded out basketball. It's gonna like, be like the Big Ten last year, where they're gonna end the Big Ten this year. They're gonna beat up on each other. It's almost gonna hurt the conference. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, moving along with this game, we're going to go to the next game, Baylor versus Iowa State. Iowa State was at home. I don't know. Were they at Baylor? He was at Iowa State. At Iowa State. Okay, well, yeah, tough. But fucking Baylor went 77-72. to 72. Uh, I mean, Sohan, Thamba, and Dachua, that's what I'm going to call them. They're all in foul trouble. Uh, ISU, though, they couldn't shoot from three. And, I mean, I mean... Like, just looking at this game, I'd love to see Mayer, like, step up more. But, like, he's not playing that good. And it's almost like you can tell, like, one possession, he had a wide-open layup, uh, clinked it off the back of the iron, and then just ran down the court with his arms up in the air. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, I don't know. i just love to see him turn it on. Oh, like, Iowa State's not a good, like, okay, they shot, what was it? One of one from fourteen, I think. But they shoot yeah. thirty four as a team on the year, so it's not like they're a great three point shooting team as it is. So Baylor Baylor had this game the whole game. It, well, you watch the game. I didn't think at any point, unless you're an Iowa State fan, it felt like maybe we can win this game. But when you're watching it, it's just like whatever. I showed up and started watching it late, and as like, this game wasn't, it felt Baylor controlled it the whole game because that's what Baylor does. Oh yeah. Once they get a lead, like a team like this Baylor team, once they get a lead, they're so experienced and such so well coached, they're just gonna they're gonna finish it out and win. And that's exactly what they did. Uh this game ended at five point game, but it was what, twelve, eleven, ten with like under a minute and just Baylor just turned it over a little bit, just kinda got sloppy. And Iowa State got some easy late buckets, but I mean, this it's no surprise here. Baylor won. If you actually thought Iowa State could, even I know they're home, but think that they could hang with this Baylor team, it I wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, I definitely like because like this happens at the end of basketball games. Like if you have that lead with like little time left, like you, you get sloppy. you start to fall asleep. Like we did that for basketball last year. I remember mm-hmm. my high school team. Like we did that all the time. Like end of the game. Like sometimes even like when you get that lead, you kind of fall asleep, but. Either way, if you look at Baylor, I mean, besides, like, the 19 turnovers, which could have been part of the reason, like, towards the end of the game when, like, they're kind of slowing down, they played well, like, 41% from three. They've shot 53 from two. Like, all those are good. Scoring numbers, they're all balanced like they normally do. And like you said, Matthew Meyer's not playing good, but, like, he's not one of them guys that you need, like, to go out there and just play, like, exceptional. Like, like, they don't, I mean. Because, like, that's, it's kind of like how they worked it last year. Like, Meyer would come in and maybe score – 
maybe make two threes and maybe like, like a, a nice spark, mid-range. Like, some and another thing to that three-point percentage, Brockington didn't even shoot a three. Yeah, so well, that's that's not he that's, drove left the entire that's game. That's not that's not because <laughs> they couldn't get anything going. That's because Baylor's defense. Tyrese Hunter shoots nineteen percent from three. He went over three. So okay, that's expected. big deal. And like all these other guys, um, Kausher too. He shoots twenty three. So they don't shoot well from three. These guys that you would expect to shoot well from three, anyways, didn't, and they don't as it is. So you obviously you can expect them to make one shot maybe. But 19% going one of four is not 19%. That's, yeah. You're shooting well, over your average. So. What did they shoot as a team, Iowa State? 34. Because, like, 34, like, last year, the number one three-point shooting team in the, in the nation was, was Baylor, big. and it was 41. So, like, 34, 34% is, is, like, a big difference. And when you look at they sh- one, two, three, four, five guys shot threes. They shot 14 as a team. Six of them came from one guy. So Yeah, and I don't know. Is he what supposed he, to be a shooter? I you can know. complain about your three-point shooting. That's why you lost. But when you go one of 14 and you don't really shoot that many threes, it's not that big. A, you obviously didn't need it. You didn't rely on it. And it's at home, too. Like, if you shoot that's a weird thing. You 7% shoot like they did and you go and you shoot 30 threes or 25 threes, then you can be like, okay, we just didn't make any threes. Mm-hmm. They shot 14. Well, and Kalsher putting up a goose egg, like, there's no fucking way you're going to be a mm-hmm. Baylor if a guy like that on your team does literally nothing. Your second like, lean score. He got, he got in foul trouble, but he still put up, like, enough minutes to be, like, really? He only put up fucking zero? 25 like, minutes to not yeah, I score. Mean, the only, like you said earlier, the only thing you would knock against Baylor for this game is that Flagler, Flagler and uh, Akinjo, they combined for nine turnovers. Like, but I mean, when you play Iowa State, like it's gonna, it's like bound to fucking happen. So on the road, I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. like pressing and stuff, like, like close game, the, like that. Towards the end of the game, close game, like that happens. But that's the only thing I think Baylor did wrong was the nineteen turnovers. And their bigs all got in foul trouble. Yeah, that's also true because you look at it and <laughs> the, there's freaking, three big guys all in foul trouble. I'm gonna say Jonathan. He fouled out, so <laughs> I don't want to say his name. Freaking Chamachua. He only played eighteen minutes, and Cry only played twenty. He, I guess, he hasn't played a whole lot, but. Cryer? Yeah, because he only played 20 minutes and only had one foul. So he I doesn't play he, much anymore. And why? He used That's to. A, don't know. I swear, I don't know. He's a, he was like he their did, leading scorer for a while. Uh, yeah, he don't play anymore. It's, it's really play weird to see. He was, was fucking to weird. To start the year off hot, it was mm-hmm. Cryer was like nuts, and now it's like he doesn't even like start. Yeah, he's just play, a good it's like, role guy for him, just like he was last year. It's kind of the role he's he like the flagler of last year. It's like the flagler of last year. He comes in and just does his job, I guess, and it works. Because Flagler didn't start to start the year. Yeah, Flagler didn't start. Yeah, they now, started Cryer. Now Flagler got his starting job. So okay. I like Flagler in there better, though. So Flagler is definitely more experience. a lot more experience. He's obviously good. Cause, well, mm-hmm. we'll talk about Flagler more in this game. Baylor versus Oklahoma. So Baylor's at home. They won by 10. I mean, it was a much closer game than what it looked like. The commentators at the beginning of the game were talking about how uh, Scott Drew says he doesn't have like any personalities on his team. So it's like kind of hard to find like one leader on their team. But Akinjo pretty much said, I fucking got you. Like, he dropped 25-5 and five with Flagler scoring 22. Um, I mean, Akinjo and Flagler, again, they combined for 12 turnovers. So, like, that's kind of tough. But, I mean, the guard play in this game, they stepped the fuck up. I mean, they played unbelievable. Yeah, and I love how uh, Baylor is because they go two little, like, guards, 6'1", 6'3", and then they just go 6'8", 6'9", 6'10". Because that's what they were last year. They had the three guards, though, and then they had two big guys that just and one of them was feasted vital. down low. 
Yes, but I mean, obviously, one of their the three guard probably is Kendall Brown, who can jump out of the gym. He's super athletic, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, I love their lineup how it works because they just got the two guards. They needed to start taking care of the ball a little better because it's kind of getting them into some trouble. But yeah, I mean, we already hinted, talked about Baylor how good they really are, and like you look at who they pl- who like the guys they play in the games, and they all play really well every time they get in. Yeah, because if you look, yeah, you look at like who played, and they have six one, six three to start. Six one is Cryer, and then other than that, it's literally six ten, six eight, six nine, six nine, six eight. So like they've used the height, and then they have three guards. All three of those guards are perfectly yeah. good. And Meyer, they don't, they don't Meyer, re- yeah, and like Meyer, they don't is, rebuild, they reload. Yeah, well, they they can't reload after the team they had last year, but they like yeah. reloaded, but like with as many bullets as they had. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what they had, I like, noticed, twenty bullets instead of thirty. What I noticed watching them is, like, you don't even realize, like, if a guy's on the bench because they just have, mm-hmm. like, another, like, big name coming back out. Like, the amount of times they compared uh, Brown to Sohan's insane because they're, like, kind of, like, the same player, and they both just – they're great fucking players. Like, and then, obviously, Thamba and Chachua, like, they uh, switch out really well, too. So, yeah, I do want to say Oklahoma uh, – talk about them a little bit. They're – Obviously not a bad team. We kind of already said that, that they'll be a mm-hmm. scrappy team in the Big 12, beat beat some good teams. Baylor won. Probably lose to some bad teams. But, yeah, I mean, they're a good team, too. Saw Tanner Groves finally – oh, no, never mind. Wrong Groves. Jacob Groves. I thought I saw two Groves in the starting lineup. But, yeah, so, I mean, they're not a bad team at all. And, they this like Joey said, this game was a lot closer than you think. The next game we have, Wisconsin versus Purdue. So, Wisconsin wins in an upset. Uh, it's 74-69. to 69. At Purdue, well, did you guys know that this was Brad Davidson's 141st game? Like, that is fucking nuts. It's a lot of games passed. But yeah. in this game, there's 17 lead changes, six ties. Uh, Ivy, he had a sit for, like, most of the second quarter, if you will. But uh, Johnny Davis, he's as cool as a Yeti cooler. I mean, he dropped 37. Like, that's what they needed to win. And, uh, I mean, I would have liked Purdue to hit more of their free throws, like, more consistently, but... I mean, Wisconsin, that's hell of a win. Yeah, hell of a win, especially when you have your two starting bigs foul out. So, and to withstand that, and then their big guy off the bench uh, fouled out as well. So, like, that's, like, all your size, especially when you're going against Purdue, you need the size. But, uh, it, John, so Johnny Davis and Jay Ivey used to play together, I think, either high school or AAU. So, it seemed like every time they were – Johnny Davis got the ball and Ivy's on him. It was like, I'm gonna take it. Like I'm, I'm gonna try to beat you. Like, cause this is what I'm gonna show everyone that I'm, I can play with you. And you're getting all the hype. Obviously, they they know each other. They're good f- friends. But he's like, I, I'm gonna get some respect too. And it showed. I mean, Johnny Davis just put on a show. He killed it, scoring really every time they needed to. So, it, Purdue needs to figure some things out because I know I talked a lot about how good they were early in the year, but then after I talked about them, you wa- I watched them play a couple games and I completely changed my mind. Like I don't really like them right now. So, but Wisconsin, not super high on them either. But when if you have Johnny Davis doing this, you're gonna have a chance to win every night. Yeah, I mean, I think this is the thing where like I I did it. Luke knows this. I hopped on the Wisconsin too early after they won this. I threw in my top ten, but and people are all talking like I was like. We got freaking Patty at school, you know, everybody knows Patty here. Hopefully he hears this. He's talking Johnny Davis like player of the year already, but I mean, it's also a thing where you can't we can't sit here and just think like, oh, Wisconsin's like like they're here because Purdue 
obviously they lose this, but like Purdue, yeah, like Luke said, is like Purdue ever since that Villanova game has just been absolute shenanigans. Like they've beat, like obviously they've won yeah. games, but the games they win, it's like that's not that impressive. And then the thing that here's why Wisconsin wins, if as we always do on this podcast, we break it into quarters now. In fourth quarter, Wisconsin had 27 points. And that backstretch. Yeah, they turned off. That is, that's what's going to win you a game. Like, you look at the chart right here. You guys can't see it. But right there, Purdue, and then shoots up to Wisconsin right at the end. Yeah, exactly. Like, it feel, felt like the whole game was so close. But it was just like you're, you're just waiting for Purdue to pull away and win this game by, like, 7-8. But then Wisconsin did that. And Wisconsin yeah, took Wisconsin, the pull away. Yeah. And but that's, that's how the games are going to work, though, in dude, all of any, any Matt, basketball. Did you – I don't know if you watched it, but, Joe, Travion Williams passed at the end of that game. The full court. Oh, oh my God! He's, so they have him out of bounds, and they have uh, Edie under the hoop with like eleven seconds, and Trayvon Williams has the ball out of bounds, other side of the court, throws a seed right to um, Edie, Edie, right where the guy couldn't jump and hit it, like reach it, because obviously their big guys are out at this point. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin's and Edie. So the guy was maybe like, yeah. So obviously Edie's seven, four, seven four. The guy on him was probably like six seven six eight. And just throws a seed right to him, turns, dunks it, two seconds wasted. And they're now they're and then it was like a three point game. He made it was five or four point game they made to two or three just off two seconds. Just boom, boom. Full court. It was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. No, and when he says a seed, <clears throat> Edie is seven foot four. When Williams released that ball, it was at seven foot four. And it just, just lasered right to his hand. It was unbelievable. And obviously, if you've been listening to any college basketball episode we have, we always talk about how good of a passer uh, Travion Williams is. And holy fuck, that really just... It was the, it was the craziest pass I've seen in a very He's long time. He's about like the only thing they've had going for like and, this pass. I mean, he, he didn't even have a good game, though, either. It but was like, kind of a shitty game When it just comes to him, like when you but... watch Purdue, you're just like, Travion Williams is just surprising the piss out of me. Yeah. And then... Obviously, Ivy, but, like, found it here. Edie and Eddie, like, he played good this game. He don't even start anymore. No, and what I was going to say, Stefanovic couldn't shoot a ball into a public pool this that, game either. It was fucking was bad. Like, I yeah. mean, you can't really expect him to do that, like, ever. But, I mean, he did in this game. and <laughs> Oh, and fucking uh, they're starting, like, power forward, if you will. Caleb first. Yeah, he yeah. was out for this game, so I mean that kind of sucks. But did he get hurt in this game, or I don't know if it was he in this game. He only played six minutes. Played yeah, six yeah. Minutes. But uh, but I just want to say, warn everybody watching this. Um, don't do what I did. Don't hop on Wisconsin right away because obviously they snuck by this, but it's the Big Ten. Every team's good, and yeah. obviously Johnny Davis scoring thirty seven is great and all, but. He made two threes, which is, like, really kind of a shocker to me. That really doesn't have to do with, like, taking away from him. Yeah, but for Scoring 37, 37 yeah. with two I mean, Johnny Davis isn't, like, a guy like, that's, like, going to light it up from three any night. No, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I don't really like Johnny Davis right now. I just, like, I hate Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm not a Wisconsin so, like, guy. But... I just, like, I want to see them, like, kind of fail here. And just don't take it. Don't just, like, please do not think Yeah. Because it. it's just it's going to happen in the Big Ten or SEC, any fucking big conference uh-huh. like this. Well, Wisconsin's going to lose their next game. Yeah, I guess I don't know. That's not going to happen. Well, we'll get to that game, though. Uh, the next game we have Villanova next versus Seton Hall. Villanova wins 73-67. to 67. All of Nova's points came from, like, their four starters that weren't named Ed Dixon, and Gillespie led them with 21. Uh, I might sound like a broken record here, but Ed Dixon is just not getting it done right now, and their bench is nearly useless. 
Uh, Seton Hall, they got smacked silly on the boards. But uh, Tyree Samuel for Seton Hall, he's actually pretty fucking solid. He wasn't playing in this game, and that obviously helped Nova a lot to win this game on the road. Yeah, but I mean, this is like a game where you ex- like you you're not surprised if Villanova wins just because no. they're gonna steal these games. Just that's who Villanova is. They got the talent, they got the coaching, they got everything. And Seton Hall is a good team, but like you said, when you don't have your whole team, it's hard, especially playing an experienced team like Villanova. So hard to take anything away from Seton Hall, really, because I know they're home and blah blah blah. But it's Villanova; they can beat you any night because that's just that's just who Villanova is. There's not really much we can, like, say in some of these games. Like, some of these games, it's, like, I think definitely with, like, the SEC and, like, the Big East, like, all those top teams are, like, they're almost the exact same. Yeah. There's no really, like, you go into a game and you're, like, oh, guarantee they win. Like, if it's, like, Baylor versus, I can't even, there's not really a good comparison here because Baylor's obviously number one team in the nation. But, like, there's, like, there's no right or wrong answer when you're picking or predicting in these games. Because, like, Villanova, I, if you look at stats-wise, I think I thought that Villanova kind of you'd lose here because Villanova is usually a team, like, don't turn the ball over, like, all that stuff. And that's what happened. They had 17 turnovers in this game. And what's the name? Seton Hall only turns the ball eight times. And, like, shooting-wise, Seton Hall shoots 36% from three. And that's, like, looks, looks like Seton Hall's going to win. They shot good from three. They didn't have very many turnovers. But Villanova is just such a solid basketball team, like, no matter what game they play in. Besides Baylor, obviously, but... That's playing the number one team in the yeah. nation, so you can't expect a, especially a good a, defense team. They are, especially so. like Baylor defense, number one team in the nation going into it. Like, obviously, you can't expect like greatness out of it. So, I mean, yeah. Then the next game we have game from like we just got done uh, watching this game. Now we're recording. Uh, Tennessee they only won by six against Ole Miss. I mean, Fulkerson had five. Kennedy Chandler had six. Like, that just can't happen. I mean, Vescovi stepped up, had 17. But, like, I don't know. To lose, I mean, to beat Ole Miss in overtime is just, like, holy shit. I mean, Tennessee, they're kind of becoming this box chocolate team. And I don't know. But, I mean, what would help is if they could have their, like, main guys play all the time. Because, I mean, obviously, was it Arizona game? Like, uh, they didn't have Chandler or uh, Fulgerson, like, even play. So, I mean, SEC, it's going to be tough. These are games that you have to win. And, I mean, they did. But still, it's just I would like them to win at home against Ole Miss by way more than six in overtime. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of when Tennessee is getting the respect that everyone that they think they deserve. And they just uh, kind of almost – they should have lost, it seemed like. Uh, Ole Miss controlled the whole game late and then Tennessee just kind of got some turnover or like Ole Miss turned it over and Tennessee scored off of it they capitalized off of it off of it but the biggest thing is Kennedy Chandler not, hasn't really played well all year so I mean he's like he's facilitating well he's passing the ball and everything but scoring wise he's not being the score I think they thought he would be and hoped he would be but other than that um they got they came out with a win but it was ugly but uh, an ugly win is better than a pretty loss so yeah, I think definitely, like, because Ole Miss, I mean, there's no really need to talk about Ole Miss here. It's mainly Tennessee. And I think the th- main thing that's going to really help Tennessee is obviously having everybody play, but also getting some help from Kennedy Chandler because, like, he looks like Chris Paul when he plays, apparently. But, <laughs> like, his name is basically Chris Paul at this point. But, like, he, like, every time I've watched him so far, I've never been impressed with Kennedy Chandler. And I think that is definitely the one thing they're definitely missing is him playing well. If he can play well, 
I think that they'll actually be like a solid team because I have not been very high on Tennessee this year. That's the thing. I mean, if Kenny Chandler is playing solid, like they're a top fucking team because I was obviously Fulkerson showed like he can be a dude. Then Josiah Jordan James, I call him three names James. I was looking at defensive efficiency. He's like top of the country. Like he's a fucking dog. I love watching him play. I think I've watched Tennessee probably more than these guys have just because I love them. But I mean, I love three name James and Muscovy, obviously at the beginning of the year. It's just Dick wrote him because he's a lefty who shoots threes. But yeah, he bites his arm when he makes a three, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just makes it even better. But uh, yeah, like what Coin said though. I mean, Chandler just needs to come back and I mean. Just be good. He's so. looking like Ty yeah. Ty and to start to start the year, he was nails. Like he was so good, but obviously lost Bill Nova. He didn't play well. But other than that, he was get, putting up twenty, fifteen, twenty five, just like consistently. But as of late, he's kind of been down. But that's gonna happen when you play better teams. He's playing like Ty Ty right now. He just can't show up in the big yeah. games. Young guy can't show up in the big games. Uh, I mean that's it for games that I have. Just like games that jumped out at me. Unless you guys have any. I think that was all there was, really. Oh. Villanova got dis- or Villanova destroyed Creighton tonight, which is seventy five forty one. Holy shit! <laughs> so much for he top twenty five. Yeah, right, no Jack? shit. Yeah, Jack, Jack's really, really, really smart when it comes to basketball. He's kind of fucking wizard. He, he's, he, I understand what he's doing though. Just trying to like get trying some to, more, trying get to some be, more credit. Trying to type. juice his team. So I was trying to. Yeah, I mean, everyone does that. You, you try gotta to do, do it. it. You try to do it when Iowa for be- football this year. You're trying to like back up some teams that they're better than what they are. But yeah, I uh, we were talking. Sense. about I mean, it. yeah, no. like when Duke lost to SF Austin, yeah, I had to try to convince my friends that SF Austin. Yeah, was a good it's just that's just happen- <laughs> that happens when your team is doing good or and you're not. They're not getting the respect. You try to like find some, but whatever. For uh, upcoming games, first one I have UConn at Seton Hall. I'm gonna take UConn. I mean, I picked them to be my uh, winner in the Big East. I love this team way more than Seen Hall, and when Sonogo is playing for UConn, I think that's just massive. Um, yeah, I like UConn to win this, even though it's at Seen Hall. I like Seen Hall at home. I bounce back game, or no, they not even a bounce back game. They they beat uh, Butler, but like obviously uh, they lost to Providence Villanova before that. Two really good teams, two close games. So I think they beat them. I think there's a better team. That's why I picked them to win the conference and to win the conference. Got to win these home games against. Uh, teams you are favored and should beat, so I like uh, Seton Hall. Yeah, I'm not gonna mis- make this mistake again. I'm definitely gonna take the home team here, Seton Hall. And so, like, you can- does you we know if UConn has Sonogo back? He's back. Yeah, he played last yeah. their last couple. I think maybe. I think if UConn's healthy, they're definitely a scary team. But I'm still just I gotta go home team here. I'm gonna take Seton Hall. The next game I have Iowa versus Wisconsin. Uh, Brad Davidson versus Jordan Bohannon. Uh, that should be an interesting uh, elderly duo. And then we have Murray versus Davis. That should be a great game to watch. Um, I'm going to ride my boys, though. I need to see Wisconsin slow down like you were talking about. Like, you don't think Wisconsin's as good as how they're playing right now? I mean, that would just be fucking awesome for Jordan Bohannon to walk into Wisconsin, win, probably leave his shoes there, and just walk off court and never come back. I like. I mean, I'm gonna ride in Iowa too. I just think after coming up that huge win, Wisconsin has. I mean, obviously, Wisconsin's probably a better team. Obviously, that's why they're ranked. But coming off a huge win, I don't really care if it's at uh, Iowa at Wisconsin. I mean, I don't think you're gonna get a performance from Johnny Davis like you did there. And their big guys are really not really a threat at all. And like we can guard that if they are. So I just think um, I like Iowa just because maybe it's just because I'm an Iowa fan, but. 
I mean, this is, like, the hardest pick I've ever had to make in my life because I just absolutely hate both the teams. And, like, <laughs> I, I don't, like I don't, I don't well. ever want to see Iowa prove that they're good. And I don't ever want Wisconsin – I want Wisconsin to prove that they suck. So, like, there's no really good pick for me here. But since it's the Big Ten and Wisconsin's at home, I'm going to take Wisconsin. And I just – I hate Iowa, so I have to take Wisconsin. But I'm hoping that it's a very close game so Wisconsin kind of settles down a little bit here. The next game we have, Ohio State versus Indiana. So, Indiana, they're, like, super interesting because they've lost their big games, but they are fucking nails at home. And, uh, I mean, I like this game to be close. I want to stick with Ohio State, though. But, I mean, if this is a close game, it would be a great game to have at Indiana. Yeah, Indiana is undefeated at home. Hasn't hasn't beaten the greatest teams, but still undefeated at home. They have had... Three road games and they have three loss, three road losses. Aren't they like pretty solid teams? That's what I mean. Oh, like, Syracuse, they've lost Wisconsin, their big games. Penn State. So oh, okay. not great, never mind. <laughs> Syracuse is my sleeper though. So but I mean, luck. still, those are all on the road and they're home. Like, yeah, they're home. So I still like Ohio State. Uh, I know this place is going to be packed for this game. It's going to be a good one because who wouldn't want to watch Indiana, Ohio State when you're an Indiana fan. Oh yeah. It's gonna be awesome because you get Liddell versus Trace Jackson Davis. Trials like could you could you get a better matchup? So I'm gonna stick with Ohio State, especially after I ranked him so high. But I mean if I get a line for this I could completely change that. Yeah, I mean this is also another hard one because like I've been talking up Ohio State like a lot recently. They've been in my top seven, top five maybe not top seven but and like Indiana with Trace Jackson, I think Trace Jackson honestly might be better than the. It's like, how can you not like Indiana basketball? Like Indiana basketball <laughs> is basketball. Yeah, like, well, it's like they're so like the Texas of like how Texas is with football is how Indiana is with basketball, which like, is weird to see. But like it's Indiana is basketball. Yeah, it's yeah just like the historic like Indiana is basketball, and especially at home, like I want to take Ohio State, and I definitely think Ohio State is better. But since they're at home, I want to take Indiana, but. Because I've been riding Ohio State so much, and I need to, like... That's exactly why I'm taking it. I need them to, like, <laughs> prove to me that they got it. And I'm going to take Ohio State, but I am not. I would not be surprised if Indiana pulls off. Yeah, I mean, if Ohio State here. wins this game, though, it's going to boost my confidence in Ohio State by a ton to go to Indiana and beat them. Oh, that'd be Especially to Indiana, yeah. yes. So... The next game we have St. John's at Providence. I mean, I like Providence at home. Coming off a big loss, uh, they have played very well versus their conference opponents and they're in the Dunkin' Donuts arena so I really don't gotta say more than that. You took who? Providence. Providence. Dunkin' Donuts arena. So um, I like Providence too coming off that loss. It's literally they should not lose at all. St. John's isn't a great, good team. I I kind of fan of St. John's but they're not like they're just not a good team. You gotta face reality sometimes so I'm going with Providence. Uh, it's not really much to be said. They need a win after they lose by 32, and this is a perfect spot to do it against St. John's team that's kind of struggling. Yeah, there's two ways to recover from a loss like that. Like, you can either – or not recover. There's two ways to come out and play. You can either get the same fucking thing happen to you because you're all sad and shit, or you can come out and fucking show that that was just a fluke. We're still here. And St. John's, besides freaking Champagne, is absolutely nothing. Posh so, Alexander's good, too. Yeah, forgot about him. But still, like, you got two guys. I mean – if Providence, if Providence loses this game, they lose a lot of respect from a lot of people because you can't, like, especially if you lose to Virginia, 
Don't go out and then lose to 30 to a different team. Like, you already lost to Virginia. Some ba- yeah, don't prob- get another 30 loss. Don't lose to Virginia. Probably good wins, but really bad losses. Like, if you're going to lose Virginia, that's, like, kind of, like, already, like, fuck you. Like, you guys kind of, like, what are you doing? And then you lose to 30 in Big East plays. Like, that's thing, though. I mean, they got their asses handed to them by Virginia by 18. Then they go out, win by 14, St. Peter's, whatever. Then they win at Texas Tech. Like, that's a huge fucking win. I mean... Like, in this game, it's pretty big, too, because they got Creighton, UConn, Seton Hall all in a row after that. I mean, that's just... Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to take Providence just because at home, and you're going to need this win coming up with Creighton, UConn, Seton Hall, all those teams, so I'm taking Providence. The next game we have Michigan State versus Michigan. I don't like, really, either one of these teams. I mean, Michigan State's like a team I just have to watch all the time because I need to, like, just make an opinion on them. But, I mean, there's going to be a hostile environment. Hopefully this game's close. I mean, I think you got to stick with Michigan State. I mean, they ranked 10th, and Michigan's given us absolutely nothing to expect out of them. So, I mean, I'm just going to take Michigan State. I mean, yeah, this is Michigan State's game to lose. Uh, there's no reason they shouldn't beat them. I know it's at Michigan, but Michigan sucks this year. And Michigan State is playing really well. Uh, their two losses are Kansas and Baylor. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, uh-huh. that's... I mean, what a, what like what, the what they just had should lose those games. They just had a really close game with Northwestern, and I'm like, oh yeah. shit. But I mean, yeah, terrible. like Northwestern beat somebody. North- I don't. I don't know. Northwestern. Um, the losses are terrible. I mean, Providence, Wake Forest, Michigan State, but they haven't played many games either. But I mean, when your only two losses are Kansas, Baylor, and then you beat UConn, Louisville's not a bad team. Minnesota's not a bad team on the road. Penn State is another still a conference game at Northwestern. Like that's that that's a pretty good resume they're building right there. So I like Michigan State and I like them big. Yeah, I agree with you. This is the perfect spot for Michigan State to lose because a team we didn't really expect to be this good. Like going into the State Farm Classic right in the beginning, not even ranked, going against all these yeah. powerhouses. So we're like, what is Michigan State this year? Michigan State's always gonna be that team that you know, they're always solid. Great coach, great player. Like, they're always there mm-hmm. for a long time. And, like, as much as, like, you'd want to pick Michigan to maybe, like, help us out because we, like, kind of thought they were going to be good at the beginning of the year. And against Michigan I'm State. I'm done with Michigan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is, like, a perfect time where we're all, like, this could be the time. Like, oh, let's go. They win against a rival, too, because Michigan versus Michigan State. But there's just no shot because Michigan is absolute ass cheeks. Like, who'd they just lose to again? They, they Michigan. suck. Michigan just lost again to – the Rutgers, never mind. That's a good loss. <laughs> but they lose. They lose to UCF. Play. Like Minnesota, I get Minnesota isn't actually that bad. But you're getting like well these to guys, start off the year ranked fourth in the fucking six, country, and they're seven and six. And that losing Minnesota, it's like if you're seven and six, starting off being the fourth ranked team. I get Oregon. Okay, Oregon is not as bad because they were ranked like what thirteen to start the year. Yeah, and like, well, so, they're the yeah. team where they're like a they're starting to play good. Don't say that. They are. Now that you said that, I guarantee they lose in the next two days. Remember, it's on here. We'll all, we'll all remember it. It's all recorded. But there's no – you can't take Michigan. Like, you have to take Michigan State. It's just it's just how it's going to be because Michigan is fucking terrible. No, Oregon is playing good. They um, Okay, they lost to – they lose to Baylor, beat Pepperdine, and Utah. I, obviously, they're not <laughs> a good team. I'm not saying that. But Baylor loss was only, what, eight-point game? They're, scoring they're 70 on Baylor, to too? play better. Is what I and, hey, I'm, I'm rooting for Oregon. I'm not rooting for Michigan. Michigan has completely yeah. – and I'm, I'm not a Dickinson fan. I don't think he's that great, honestly. Because if he's their best player, that's 
Yeah, That's he's fucking, having a horrible, I don't, I don't know what horrible, to say, horrible year. Even last year, he wasn't phenomenal. He was just like... But he was still like up for like towards the top of the player of the year race. Which was and weird because like every time I would watch him play, I was never like over impressed if he was like dominant or like like moved well around. Like he's always been like, I don't just watching him play is like, yeah. it's kind of hard to watch to me. Hurts. It, it definitely does hurt. It really does. But yeah, we can go to the next one now. Next game we have Kansas at Texas Tech. Uh, this game, I mean, if you love Big 12 basketball, Saturday's your day because the slate that the Big 12 has on Saturday is absolutely unbelievable. Um, yeah, like I said, Kansas versus Texas Tech. I'm riding so high on Kansas right now, and I like them to win as long as McCormack can keep his ass on the court. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to take Kansas. I like Kansas, too. Uh, Texas Tech's obviously in a grinder right now, but win or lose, I don't think it's going to change my mind. I just think Kansas is a way better team. They, if they can steal a couple of these good teams on the road, they have they should win this uh, conference like it's nothing. So, yeah, I like well, Kansas. No, Baylor, well, not like it's nothing. I forget, yeah. Pause. Reset. it. Go again. Like I said, if they can steal some of these, beat these good teams, steal some of them on the road, they're obviously not losing at home. They, they can, can win beat this better, these better teams, they'll easily win this conference. Not easily. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, but... Uh, this kind of strikes me. Ken Palm has him only winning by one, which is kind of weird to me. Because Texas Tech. At Texas Tech. Yeah, that, that's that does matter. But, like, with a team like Kansas, I don't think it's, like, good teams can go win on the road. But I think I love Kansas because Braun is, might be one of my favorite players in all of college basketball. is my favorite player in college basketball right McCormick now. What about McCormick, though? Game. Don't you love McCormick? <laughs> if he, I love it when his ass is on the court. You know, what even helps, you know what even helps your case with like Kansas being a favorite team? They beat SF Austin. 17 and 14 last <laughs> They beat SF Austin. Juggernaut. By eight, though. SF Austin is such a what, solid team. The thing with Kansas is Jalen Wilson, who was supposed to be like the guy, like the scorer. Don't need him. He comes off the bench. He can't score. He's His shooting numbers are horrific. Horrific. They're that terrible. But, but, Braun. He, <laughs> but, like, look, Jalen Wilson is their best all-around player, and he, like, rebounds the hell out of the ball. He plays mm-hmm. defense. He is their best all-around player. If he just would score like he was supposed to, this team would be undefeated easily. Obviously, oh, they easily should still, could still be undefeated. I, I love Kansas. Like, I'm yeah. always a guy who hates Kansas only because – like, Logan Burchard is always a Kansas guy. But that's the only reason. And, I, dude, I just love Christian Braun in every single way. Well, Jalen Wilson, he is basically kind of pretty much a guard, shooting 8% from three. Which he's a, supposed to be a sniper. Like, that. Like you watched him in high school, absolute. It's just, just really bad shooting splits, I think. Like, he he's shooting 50, 52 from two, though. Maybe he's, he's, made, maybe he's taking a little, he's made two maybe he's taking a little bit inside, though. Maybe a little pull-off the game and stuff. Uh, he's made two threes this year. Remy Martin and Chance McCormack tend to piss me off a lot, but I think it's, like, tough love with me because I love Kansas, and mm-hmm. it's just tough love. But Mitch Lightfoot, creep, walk around with that heat. I just wish he would gritty more walk because he's got a perfect heat. name for it. But uh, next game we have Iowa State at Oklahoma I have no fucking idea. I spent so much time looking at this game, and I imagine if Iowa State pulls out this game versus Texas Tech, I'm going to take Iowa State, but I fucking love Oklahoma. I mean, they played just as good against uh, Baylor as Iowa State did, like, in my opinion, so I don't know. A boomer sooner, fuck it. I like Oklahoma. Obviously, if it's flipped, if it's at um, Iowa State, if it's in Ames, I'm going to take – 
Iowa State, but I just think this is a game where you just take the home team. It, Oklahoma's playing at home, coming off a, a loss to Baylor, which they played well. So, I mean, if you want to give them more victory, you can. But uh, Iowa State, they'll defend them really well. They'll keep it low score, keep it ugly. But I feel like Oklahoma's team, that's not a pretty team. Like, they they play, they went ugly, they went ugly. They're fine with that. So, I like Oklahoma at home. Those win ugly teams are some scary fucking teams, yes. though. Because when they yes, yes, somehow yes. come out and just play ugly, and it's like, you're just like out there playing, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And I've also said this, Oklahoma is going to beat Baylor when Oklahoma's home. Oklahoma is also just going to be like the new Kansas now, and they're just going to beat everybody at home. Don't know why, and I just realized, totally forgot about it, but Jordan Goldwire is on Oklahoma. Yeah. He came from Duke. <laughs> and I love Duke, so I'm just every time Oklahoma's Oklahoma, got experienced guards. I just I don't know. I, every time Oklahoma's in one of these like weird games like this, I'm just gonna take Oklahoma because it's fucking funny, kind of too. And I just I hope I was saying Texas Tech, right. which is also also very close game right now, four point game. So I'm hoping four Iowa State game. just like loses like two or three games in a row. That'd be really funny, just so we can prove to Jack that. They don't belong in our top tens. Wouldn't that be something? Though we put them in our top tens, they just lose. Because <laughs> you two put them in, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, I have them at ten. I think I had them in. I had them in. The, I mean, week they deserve this. They deserve. I it. had them in the week before this, and I told Jack that, but he didn't really care. They deserve. He it. wanted them at like five. <laughs> he wanted them at four, three, three yeah. or four, and I go. So they're better than um, like Purdue, <laughs> Gonzaga, UCLA. He goes, we're undefeated. And I'm like, they're gonna find out then, and then I hope they lose this game and this game. The next game we have Tennessee at LSU. I mean, I don't know the under I'll take here, but uh, I'm going to have to take LSU because obviously we're talking about if Chandler and Fulgerson can stay on the floor, Tennessee's fucking awesome. But if Chandler, like, struggling, has to go up against this LSU's defense, I just don't see them winning. Uh, I mean, I like I like Tennessee's offense more, but fuck it. They're first and second in defensive efficiency. That's why I said right away, I'm like, I don't know who to take the under. But uh, I think I have to go LSU here, and that'll be really nice win too. I mean, they're at home, so I think LSU is going to destroy them. I don't think it's going to be close. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've saw, I've seen Tennessee play. They should have lost Terrors. They did not look good against Arizona. They didn't look good tonight. They didn't look good against um, Villanova. So I mean, they beat Villanova, them, didn't they? No, Villanova smoked them. Okay, I must year. be thinking. Of a I just think game. LSU is just a way better team, and you get them at home. And the way they're playing, I think they destroy them. Because I think Tennessee, it's time for them to lose. Uh, obviously, they lost a couple games ago, but still, I think it's time for them to lose and lose big. And I think LSU destroys them. Oh, my God. I mean, because the thing with LSU is LSU, like, Tennessee, we've seen Kennedy Chandler struggle. Like, Chris Paul, I mean. But we've seen him, like, <laughs> we've seen him struggle, like, on the, against these good teams. Now, imagine going to go up against LSU defense. Like, yeah. he's going to be invisible. And we've already said... He's got to be there and play good if one of them to, like, actually, like, win games. And he's not. And I've just looked at this, Luke. If you look at, like, LSU's defense, percentage-wise, like, they're making teams shoot, like, really bad. 26% from three, 42 from two. These are all, like, maybe 10, five, like, obviously, three-point. They're just making them shoot, like, 5% worse. They're shoot, making teams shoot, like, 10% worse from two. Even free throws worse. Their block percentage is 17. Steal percentage is 17. Like, yeah, they're... They are... Defense is un- unbelievable. Probably best in the country, maybe Texas, because Texas gives up less points. But if you look at, like, numbers-wise, like, sometimes that can change. But I definitely can see LSU just completely ex- exposing Tennessee. I mean, the last time I said this, I was wrong, because I said Baylor was going to expose Iowa State. But 
LSU's defense is a team where you can say this, especially against a struggling team like Tennessee. Tennessee. Team. Yeah. Next game we have Texas Tech at Baylor. Baylor at home. I don't think you got to say anything more than that. I'll take Baylor. Uh, I'm taking Baylor, too. <laughs> they will lose for a while. Baylor Bears, I mean. The next game we have Iowa State at Kansas. Uh, Kansas in the field house. Don't got to say much more. Kansas. Wait, what would you Iowa say? State at Kansas. Iowa oh, State yeah, at Kansas by a million. You don't you don't beat them. You can't you can't win Lawrence. Damn it. Uh the next game we have Oklahoma at Texas. I keep talking about these Oklahoma games. Uh I mean I hope Texas loses, but I'm throwing up the horns for this one. I'm taking Texas at home. Yeah, I like Texas at home too. Um Texas they're playing so well. I mean I'm gonna ride Texas for a while here now, I think. I, they got a pretty favorable schedule. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Iowa State, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, TCU, Tennessee, Texas. Like, I can go on until they play Kansas. I think they can win just about almost all those games. Obviously, Iowa State out on the road is going to be tough. But other than that, I think they can kind of run through the get – a, get, a, get on a roll here going into the, the Big 12. Yeah, so um, the reason, like, I want Texas, too, is because, like, obviously Chris Beard. I love Chris Beard. If it's in the tournament, I'm taking Chris Beard. And, like you said, the schedule they have coming up, they can win a lot of those games before they come into, like, then they have to play Kansas-Baylor back-to-back. But for a while there, they could, I really think they could win every game, and this is going to be the start of it. Yeah, and, like, well, I don't know why people gave up on them so quick. They lose to Gonzaga. And Seton Hall. On the road, and Seton Hall on the road. I mean, they don't have a lot of quality wins, but still, like, those are two pretty good teams, so I just don't know. I mean, I was I fell victim to it, too. I kind of gave up on them, too. I'm like, okay, we got to drop them. They're not playing that well, but they're right back into it, right back into the swing of things, playing really good. Defense is unbelievable. They can't. They haven't given up 60 since the Seton Hall game, so. And especially that Gonzaga game. It's like all yeah. transfers, second game of the year against yeah. a team like Gonzaga. It's like, okay, like, what are you, what are you going to expect, really? Then the next game I have, Auburn at Alabama. I'm going to take Auburn right until the wheels fall off. Uh, I don't – I mean, if you're going to take Alabama to win a game, you're literally just shooting in the dark because you don't know if you're going to fucking hit it or not. So, I mean, and obviously we're riding Auburn, so. Yeah, I mean, this isn't even a question for me. I'm taking Auburn. I'm, like Joey said, ride until the wheels fall off, and I don't think they're going to fall off anytime soon. So, yeah, I mean, at Bama, I don't care because Bama doesn't hasn't – Played great in a while, so I love Auburn. Yeah, and who the hell is going to go to a Bama basketball game? They're a football school. So um, Auburn, this is an Auburn podcast. I'm taking Auburn for the rest of the year. And on Ken Palm, this is actually crazy. Auburn's only supposed to lose two of these games. These next how many? No, like forever. Yeah. Like Tennessee and Alabama are the only two games they're supposed to lose. Well, it's because they have the Walker, Texas Ranger. And he's playing like an absolute (laughs) badass right now. You know know what his pet is? It's a junkier dog named Katie Johnson. (laughs) Like, I want to talk about Bama. Bama, they're going to go through this in the season, but when it comes tournament time, Bama is going to be so tough because historically in the tournament, they have been like the. Teams with experienced guards make like win in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Villanova's, North Carolina's, Virginia, Baylor. Look at Bama's experience on their guards. They have like their whole entire their starting lineups all Baylor, yeah, you old. Or but, not Baylor, Alabama. <laughs> yeah, but teams who turn the ball over struggle in the tournament. And 
Jelly JQ, yeah. but the thing he's is, either really good Bama, or really sloppy. Bama it's a team that I think can are, could make a don't be surprised oh, yeah. if they make a I run. Mean, but Bama, they beat Oregon, anybody in the nation. Bama and Oregon are just to be like they need, they need a name for those two teams because their teams when they get a well, tournament. Well, Bama's like, not like Oregon. Bama doesn't because, really make. But I'm saying like they're teams that like yeah you catch them on the wrong day and like obviously that's a lot of teams but especially mm-hmm. those two I don't know why but you expect those two teams they shoot and like. You yeah. catch them on certain days, and they could really beat you by third. Like, what they beat Iowa by last year? They've trapped 100 on Iowa. They smoked us. I don't know. It was, it was like 90. And no, like, I hated Iowa, and I still had Iowa but, in that but, game no, easily. But it's I like, had VCU beating Oregon. It's just, I'm not saying Bama's like, oh, in the tournament, pick them, go 5-4. Don't be surprised if they get a pretty low seed, because they are struggling now, and they just run pretty, almost get to Elite 8. Oh, they shot four just last because year. that's who Bama is. Like with last year. When you have Jelly JQ is a junior, Shackford's a junior, Keon Ellis is a senior. Like that's the guard play that that's the guard you need to make a run in the tournament. They have it. Yeah, and I mean I fell victim to that last year because I freaking picked UConn to beat him second round. Mm-hmm. So did Luke. Well, like when UConn's in the bracket though, you automatically say you can do it. So. Oh, especially when they have a good guard, Shabazz, Kemba. <laughs> then they had Book Knight. I'm like Book Knight to the Final Four. They lose Auburn to the they moon. Lose, they lose first round to Maryland, and I was like, Auburn to the moon. And I told moon, everyone bro. at our school that, and everybody goes, book night, book night, every day at school. And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I, I was wrong. Real but quick, back to UConn. To the they have four sales drive RJ Cole now, though. <laughs> so, like, I mean, then the last game I have Villanova at Xavier. I'm going to take, ah, shit, let me think here. So, Nova won the last time they played by 13, but this game was at at Villanova, uh, Xavier, I mean, should be able to body down low, but I want to pick Nova. Uh, if I had a shit list right now, Xavier would be on it. I just don't like them. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to take Nova. I'm going to go Villanova. I mean, this is a, Villanova's a team that it's like Bam, kind of like it reminds me of Bama for football. You don't make money betting against them because they ran the Big East for how many years? They still run the Big East. It's their it's their league. It's their conference. By far the most well coached. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's just – Obviously, I love the Big East. Teams are very good. But it's just – I just think they run the Big East. It's their league. It's their conference. So, you don't make money betting against them. So, I'm just going to keep ri- – I'm going to ride Villanova forever until they lose – until they actually show signs of losing it. Yeah, like when in doubt, you take Jay Wright. Uh, he's the fourth best coach behind Bruce Pearl. <laughs> Uh, Scott Drew and Coach K. So when it comes <laughs> to the Big Coach East, K. like I'm, I had to say Bruce Pearl too. Yeah, our Auburn podcast except for Joe. <laughs> he's on the lo- he's on the. Oh, no, he's I'm on Auburn. Auburn. Sometimes I don't know. I just, had, I, I just had a no. War Eagle. Yeah, <laughs> I had to hear him say it to just really confirm. That is how nothing like an eagle. But... Yeah, but going have for you it? met an eagle? <laughs> was yes, like a, have you ever heard an eagle? That was like a, that was like a a ninja. Like, I actually hate the War Eagle. So I mean. Like, just say, like, you can't say go tire yourself because that's all yeah. you, but... Yeah, War Eagle, I mean, Villanova. <laughs> I'm taking Villanova. I mean, Xavier's a fucking... It's a fucking elementary school in Dyersville. So, you know how Villanova's from uh, Philadelphia? Yeah. That's why there's so fucking nails at home. I mean, the Philly fans, even in that... I'm surprised people even go to Villanova just sorry, because of that. In the uh, Washington football game, they knocked over the fence. I mean, it's just Philly. Philly usually fucking hates their own team, so I'm surprised people... <laughs> well, even, you know, Nova's going to be walking to this game, bumping Meek Mill, and they're just going to win by, yeah. like, 13. Walk in on James Mill, <laughs> fucking game over. Uh, well, any other games you guys want to talk about? Uh, uh, not that I have off the top of my head, no. Maybe, possibly, probably not. <laughs> well, anyway, I think that wraps up everything. 
Um, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, take her easy. Shuts off. All is ticked. There you are. You're ready for your life. You're a shooting star. All those years, no one knows just how hard you work. But now it shows that one shining moment you reach deep inside. In one shining moment, you knew you were alive. Feel the beat of your heart, feel the wind in your face. It's more than a contest, it's more than a race.